0: And welcome back to another episode of the Ampliverse Book Club. Allie and RJ here, very excited to talk about a new book. This is the new book in our book club. It is "Detransition, Baby" by Tori Peters. Which, realizing now after reading the book, they are—it's basically like, what are the category? What are the main themes of the book? detransition comma baby mm-hmm. like, oh <laughs> it's a list it's uh, the tags it's of the, the book ta- it's the tags yeah hashtag detransition <laughs> hashtag baby mm-hmm. all right so we're gonna give you the uh the jacket copy just to get everyone up to speed a whip smart debut about three women transgender and cisgender whose lives collide after an unexpected pregnancy forces them to confront their deepest desires Reese almost had it all, a loving relationship with Amy, an apartment in New York City, a job she didn't hate. She had scraped together what previous generations of trans women could only dream of, a life of mundane bourgeois comforts. The only thing missing was a child. But then her girlfriend, Amy, detransitioned and became Ames, and everything fell apart. Now Reese is caught in a self-destructive pattern, avoiding her loneliness by sleeping with married men. Wow. Ames isn't happy either. He thought transitioning to live as a man would make life easier. But that decision cost him his relationship with Reese and losing her meant losing his only family. Even though their romance is over, he longs to find a way back to her. When Ames's boss and lover, Katrina, which uh, HR, hello, right? <laughs> reveals that she's pregnant with this baby and that she's not sure whether she wants to keep it, Ames wonders if this is the chance he's been waiting for. Could the three of them form some kind of unconventional family and raise the baby together? Whew. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. And I think what is really interesting about the book as I read it is that it was it was a true fast-paced game of ping pong. Like there was just so much happening. So many new things kept coming up, like, that y- you discovered about the characters that it it was hard to kind of be like, well, I feel sorry for this character, but then I felt sorry for this one, and it was just uh, very complicated. So very good job, Tori Peters, on, yeah. <laughs> on making a very complicated web.
1: And I want to say, this book was very challenging to me and I in the sense that like it it made me think a lot about my opinions and so I want to give myself my own disclaimer and say some of the things that I am sharing and reacting to might not be the right take and might you know might be not I mean maybe it will be offensive like you know what I'm saying I'm I'm coming into this from a position where I'm like I'm going to be sharing the best way that I can, but I'm also recognizing that, like, I'm coming to this from a position of relative ignorance.
0: Yeah, totally. So. Yeah, and also, like, uh, definitely someone who, like, as a cisgendered man, like, I will never know that instinct of motherhood and like wanting to give birth i will just never know that and so the the closest i can do is empathize obviously so i can always empathize with like that feeling of wanting but yeah like i am also like i might be like i don't understand what the big deal is but it's like i will never know so it's like i just have to constantly like remind myself like this is an experience that i won't be able to relate to
1: Yeah. yeah I, I, I feel like too, like when we talked about good company, we were like, we can't relate to this because blah, 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 blah. I we have, we're poor, too poor. <laughs> we're too poor. We, you know, we're like, whatever. But I did, there was a part of me that felt like I couldn't, I couldn't understand Reese's central, like wanting, like her, I want song, you know, because like,
0: yeah.
1: I, I don't want children. And so I feel like yeah. that is, it, it's an interesting thing to come from it of a place where like, I'm like you know I don't really want kids I don't understand like I don't I don't mm-hmm. understand you know so anyways okay so yeah yeah
0: so okay. there's that <laughs> um, I will say like to start like Allie and I wanted to do just a little bit of research obviously as we talk about this book because you know we are coming from a cisgendered uh, perspective we don't know uh, a lot about the community and I think the main one was is honestly the terminology of transgender like fully understanding what exactly does that mean? Because the book does use both transgender and transsexual in different ways. And we were not really sure, like we thought this was an archaic term. I thought transgender was kind of like the overall term. And so in the research, transgender is the umbrella term. It's essentially the idea that my sex is not aligned with the gender identity that I have. Um, And so, Trans is, is kind of the umbrella term that is, be, is used uh, as a personifier, like how people identify themselves. The other term is often used to communicate that there are medical changes involved, such as hormones or surgery, in order to align my gender, al- in order to align my sex with my gender. But because of its like historical connotation, that like it's an illness or a deviant Um, a lot of trans a lot of the trans community really don't like using that term so but fully understood like the book and obviously you know the author is 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 trans herself and you know wanting to kind of bring the reality of what that other term means that like there is a sense of like there are people there are people in the trans community that have their own kind of uh, decisions that they make whether they want to do hormones or uh surgery or they just you know want to live out their gender expression how they want it to be so I definitely learned that <laughs> as I read yeah. the book yep um so let's start off with uh, yeah so there are three central characters right Reese Ames and uh Katrina and I the the book starts off as a as a in the Reese's point of view and I would say like you the book mostly follows Reese's point of view, although we do get Ames and, and Katrina's stories intertwined. Um, there's a, a concept in the beginning of the book that Reese explains the sex in the city problem, which uh, gets brought back right at the end. But essentially it's that every cisgender woman, no matter how hard feminism or like just how, how, how hard the world kind of works to kind of define, we ultimately still end up defining women as the four characters of sex in the city, obviously it gets renamed in multiple ways and they just redefine it all the time. But it's always like, you're the career woman, the creative woman, the sexual person, or like the family person, you know? So it's like, what? Uh, Yeah. It's just, that's just how it always is. And then they kind of like define Reese kind of defines the problem because for trans women, they don't get that privilege to be able to choose that. Like, that is a privilege for women to just be like, who am I? What am I? Like trans women don't have that privilege because they're immediately like, you are a trans woman um, first and foremost. And she kind of says in the beginning of the book that like, that is something that they aspire. They want to be able to have that choice to be able to just like categorize themselves. And it's like, then what's the point, you know, but then at the end of the book, when they do kind of have to face the decision whether they want to create this like new family unit, Ames was the one who brings it up. Like you keep talking about this problem. This could be an opportunity to finally break that problem Mm -hmm. if we really want to. And then we're jumping the gun, but it ends there. We don't get a confirmation. What happens? Yes. It was just like the end. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm curious, like, as a woman, Allie, I'm curious, like how you how you felt. It definitely was focused a lot on, like, ah, uh, yeah, just like what it truly means to be a woman, the absence of that for trans women, and you know, like,
1: yeah. I here is what I will say, and I think that this might be what might be considered like my most controversial opinion of it is that I had an issue. I felt like Katrina was a plot device. I think yeah. my biggest issue, I think to me, I almost, it would have remedied it if there had been, because it was really told, like it was the three central characters, but it was really only told mm-hmm. from Reese and Ames's point Reason of view. Ames, yeah. I, I wish that we had gotten Katrina's point of view. And I and I understand that I'm coming from a place of being like a cisgender woman and, you know, it, identifying with her the most. Yeah. And, and that's where that's coming from. But it was hard for me to see like the whole thing was the baby, like the baby was yeah. what was bringing Ames and Reese back together. And, yeah. and it didn't seem like Katrina. I did enjoy, there was a scene, we don't have to talk about it yet, but there was a scene when they were at the like Glad awards and they were in a mm-hmm. lobby and they were talking about it. I felt like that was the most agency that Katrina was given throughout the A entire head. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally.
0: Um,
1: and I and I just I wished that, and it didn't even need to be throughout the whole book. Even if it had just been yeah. like two key points where it was told from Katrina's point of view, I just I yeah. I I felt like that was missing, and I did kind of take some issue with that.
0: Yeah, I remember there. I literally uh, bookmarked it and underlined it actually when she was like, "I'm just the the host of your dream." Like I am just here. She literally says, I feel like I am just like a vessel so that you can live out your little fantasy. So it's like, then what, what do I, which, you know, ultimately at the end, like she, she's, her decision is do I want to keep this baby or not? Because I, I don't have the same like stability or structure that I, I perceive families um, that's not here. And like, that is ultimately like her trump card and it it does feel like it kind of stops there that it's like that's just it she's the will she won't she and yeah i do feel like she gave into it really quickly Mm -hmm. um i mean okay understanding that when uh an important point of the book is that ames doesn't come out to katrina about his past uh as a woman Mm
1: -hmm. until
0: after katrina says i'm pregnant Mm -hmm. um and there was a line that, that Reese said that, or Katrina said that, like, you you never told the truth until there was no other option but to tell the truth. So I think, like, there is that sense. Like, I was like, I want more of that. Like, yeah. I want to know more about how she processed that. Because there was a, you know, the only way we got to see that is by her having an outlet, like, sh- her outing uh, aims basically, mm-hmm. in, like, a very unprofessional setting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first of all don't don't have dinner with clients let's just let's just say that now don't ever have dinner with clients and if you have to don't drink in front of them don't drink in front of them also (laughs) when you're pregnant don't do that yeah i was so confused with that i was like wait she's Mm -hmm. pregnant why is she drunk it's like oh that's that's the problem
1: (laughs) yeah i think i think for me too it, it brought up it reminded me kind of, like, the really interesting conversations that we're having right now as a society, as a culture about consent mm-hmm. and what that means. And have you seen
0: I May Destroy You? No, I have not. I know okay. I have to. Okay. I don't, it's I, it's I, one of those things where it's like, I know it's going to be a tough thing to watch, Yeah, but I have to watch this because this is her, like – opus basically like well and i don't want to i don't want to give spoilers
1: for you but it it did remind me a lot of a certain situation that i found really kind of again challenged me a lot to just think of and i and i i just think it's 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 a larger conversation and it's not a black and white thing when you're thinking about like someone giving consent like what does that Mm -hmm. mean does it And it was, I was kind of thinking about this before we were talking of like, are, if you're holding something back because you think the person would say no if they knew that information, like, Mm. kind of gets, it gets you in the weeds there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so,
0: yeah. Ugh. It, there were many moments where I did feel sorry for Katrina the most just because. She really, truly was a device. Like, she felt like mm-hmm. a tool. And I... When when she would come into her uh, decision with, like of, at least as we believe, terminating the pregnancy, it, it made sense to me because of all the things that just kept being proven to her that, like, this is an unstable... How can I expect two people to parent my children when they don't even know who they are? Which... I will say, in straight like normal straight hetero, and I love that Katrina was like, I love that's my new term, heteronormative. Like <laughs> I'm using it everywhere. Blah blah blah. That's something that like straight couples, I feel like don't will don't have that issue. It's like, well, we'll figure it out together. I mean, obviously, like people are different, but I it's not as like stigmatized because when Ames was like I think I can be a parent but I can't be a father I was like wow that's even a deeper level of like yeah like Mm -hmm. that's something that straight people don't have to think about it's like so that was kind of that was kind of nuts I I do want to talk a little bit about motherhood since we're in the topic and like We've we've already kind of discussed that Reese's motherhood is something that like we are like, okay, I can't really fully relate, but I Mm -hmm. understand like why she has that. But it's funny because her motherhood wasn't really like in the traditional sense. I mean, like, even when she was in a relationship with Amy at the time, it was fully to be like, I think she's so beautiful. I can make her beautiful. Trans woman, I see mm-hmm. like so much potential in her, and even you know, Ames was saying like, as Amy, that's what the relationship felt like with Reese—that like she was being mothered rather than like being like a actual lover. Mm-hmm. Um, So uh, I don't know. What? How did you feel about that? Because uh, there are there are times where I could relate. Of like, okay, like mentorship. Okay, I get mm-hmm. it, but like it gets really muddy because I think she's so convinced that like to be a fully passing woman, I need to also connect with this like motherhood. It's like, that's like the peak of like, I will be a full woman if I am also a mother.
1: Yeah. I think one of the things that, and maybe this is taking us off topic. One of the things that was interesting to me and that again, that I'm never going to be able to, to fully grasp, the concept is, is this idea of like, what makes a woman? Yeah. Because, because it's like, I, you know, I don't, I don't think that motherhood is the end all be all of the what's NLB going NLB. to make me a woman. But I also say that from the privilege of if I wanted to bring life into this world, I have
0: the correct, you know, it's like the one thing you can, no one right. else can do that, but a right. Woman.
1: Yeah. And, and so to me, it's like, well, why maybe we need maybe we need to be redefining what the idea of a woman is. And and one of the things that I was thinking a lot about is, um, like how we're conditioned growing up and seeing the roles that, you know, parents are playing. And I think, you know, I, I think one of the Illuminating things for me was because we didn't get a ton into Reese's childhood in the way that we did for Ames, but mm-hmm. the the one like real kind of glimpse into it was when she was ice skating, and yes. she she felt like that was the first time that she was kind of seen for who she was, yeah. and that like her her gender her, or her sex didn't really matter to the this mother figure in her life, mm-hmm. and I think that that's partly what she thought being a mother was was seeing a child the for, real person yeah, right yeah. right when it it is that but it's also so much more than that, you know like it's yeah. also Putting their needs, you know, and and being a solid figure in the child, an actual life, responsible yes.
0: person, yeah, so that a person doesn't die, yeah, yes,
1: yes, you know, it's and oh. so yeah,
0: yeah, I yeah, I I definitely see that, and I think like throughout the book, that's what we kept getting right: visions of how Reese was trying to find the epitome of like womanhood, because even in her like how she has her relationships with married men, it's like, this is how I feel feminine, by being fully submissive. I'm like, oh no, (laughs) like no, you know? And obviously like there's like with consent, like obviously there are people who are fully okay with that because it's like, this is consenting. But obviously for Reese, like she was verbally consenting, but you knew that like you're doing this to fill that need of like, I because I can't fully actually be a mother. This is the only way I know how to feel like to be a woman, which is Mm -hmm. to be a subservient to a man, which I don't even want to talk about Stanley. I, he was truly the worst. And the thing that didn't, it was, it did feel stock, like from a literature point of view, it did feel like a stock character, but I'm like, I have to. And also his name was Stanley also his name was Stanley but I also have to think about like okay it's unfortunately not out of the range for any straight man to like immediately act this way to a trans woman so Mm -hmm. this which kind of which really sucks and this is jumping all around but obviously the the big elephant in the room is is Ames and his decision to detransition back to a man which kind of like when I was reading the jacket copy, it did make it sound like because of that, that's why Reese um what did what did the jacket copy said? It was because of that and everything fell apart, which I'm like
1: she there were other <laughs> there were extenuating circumstances and that I think was part of of Reese's character was that there was a yeah. real
0: Um, resistance of taking responsibility for what was going on. Oh my God. And like, even the way she's described and stuff, it's like, now I'll do my typical thing of like being passive aggressive and like being snarky. I was like, okay, well, I guess she knows what she's
1: doing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. And I think, I think even in, in those moments, like when she started cheating on Amy with, stanley and she was like I, I feel like i can't i was in my mind i was reading it and i was like well i would simply walk away yeah. I, like, like to me i was like how is this even a question like yeah but i
0: again like it's there there's a lot more involved there's there. a lot more because yeah i mean if you think about it like amy and reese's relationship was more than just like uh you know like a an adult relationship of like two lovers. It was like Amy looked up to Reese to basically guide her through her transition as a woman. Mm-hmm. So and like not being open exactly to like what each other wants in the relationship obviously was already kind of like spelling out the end for for their relationship. Um <laughs> And I, I think too that the thing about
1: Reese was that she need she needed to be needed. I think specifically yeah. about the when she went to go. When she see, related to
0: uh, motherhood. It's like right. that's what it means to be a mother. Right.
1: Like, no when, girl. She, when she was at Talia's show, and she's yeah. she's out smoking a cigarette, and the and a, someone walks past, and she's like, "That's my daughter in there." Mm-hmm. And it's like that's what it's and and so when it became that like Amy didn't really need Reese in that motherly sense anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: That was when it kind of, that's when it all fell apart.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Can I also say, I honestly, I would be more forgiving to Reese if she hadn't had gone to therapy. Like there was a line, there was a line where it was like, she'd never been to therapy, but she knew enough people who had that she had gleaned. and I was like, listen, and I know that it can be very traumatic for a trans Absolutely. woman to go to therapy and to Absolutely. find a right therapist who is going to treat her with respect and with dignity. So I yes. get it.
0: Yeah. But also, you can't, no. <laughs> At this point, you have PR money. Like, you are a working <laughs> professional now. You know Mark Paul Gosler. You know Mark Paul Gosler. Like, you, you're you fine. Okay uh okay speaking of elephants let's talk about the elephant story yeah there is a in I think like the way Ames's story is told in the book is so interesting I think out of all of them even though we were I think focused into Reese's like life i think like ames's history was so fascinating Mm -hmm. that it almost the actual detransition almost became like okay understandable or like not even the biggest thing because i think ames trying to find to define his his womanhood at the time in order to transition to amy and then redefine what it means to be trans so that he could be Ames, I was like, wow, this is just, it's so much. And there was a story that they share about um, this gang of elephants in Africa who, like, these three elephants who basically like rape and pillage rhinoceros. Like, yeah. And like, I was like, oh my God. I was horrified. And, and, like, horrified. Stomping children, like, stomping villages. I was like, it was like super intense that I was like, what is going on? Which is so funny because I literally, a couple days before reading it, was just watching uh this n- n- doesn't matter but this wrestler who like hunts like is a hunter and she was like I'm not like a game hunter but I also know that there's just sometimes like it's understanding like the balance of life like and like hunting in order to whatever blah, 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 blah. but I was like I was like oh my god this sounds so terrible and the way that they explained it was that because of what like poachers and hunters have done these three orphan elephants basically had no structure in their lives because elephants are like a matriarchal society so they were just like wow us three we have nothing and no one there was even that like story of like poachers will will tie like baby elephants to their dead like like mothers uh, dead mothers so that they fully like dissociate and like leave and like whatever i was like yeah. oh my god so it's like it's that idea of like paralleling uh you know amy's um like journey because they're acting out in spite of like what has been done to to the structures around amy and mm-hmm. the names. but i was just like I was so shocked at reading that story. I was like, this is insane. Animals are insane.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My god.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: It was a very precise metaphor.
0: Yeah.
1: Or what's the word? I don't know. It was it was just so specific. Yeah. And it was very
0: thought provoking. It was, I think in context to at that time, it was like, it was like during when Amy was still in college. Right. And like, it was close to the story of like Amy going out uh, meeting with someone online to like try clothes Yeah, Uh, at a mall or whatever but it was just a, a yeah a very specific anecdote and metaphor to link the journey of basically like Amy trying to figure out their own gender identity and I think it was very apparent that like Amy's journey was tied I felt like really tied into like like her sex life and like how she fully dissociated, and that was, like, the only outlet for her to to express that gender because through sex and sexual acts because it's, like, that's how our society is built. It's, like, oh, you like girls' clothing? Then that means you are, like, ero- that's erotic to you, which I don't even think, like... Like, the story of Amy losing her virginity was, like, oh, my God, this is so... <laughs> Not messed up because it's like, it made sense. But I was just like, oh my God, the like actual backflips that people have to go through in their mind to like dissociate and like make things make sense. hmm Like basically like our, Amy's sexual life before Reese really was like, I act out my masculinity because I am picturing myself doing, me being, me having those things done to them. hmm Um, Which, I mean, even Reese explains later on, too, that, like, a lot of the, a lot of, like, the straight men that kind of eroticize and fetishize trans women, it's because they're somehow, like, in their way subconscious, it's like, I wish I could do this. Mm -hmm. I wish I could, this could be done to me, and this is the only way to, like, feel it or express it, which, I don't know, it's just, it's just very sad that, like, our society, it like, equates it to, like, a perversion or, like.
1: yeah. I think as I'm thinking of it too like the level of of self-loathing there that I think is yeah. is so heartbreaking especially because I I think that like to read a story about a pack of elephants raping rhinoceros and like and be like, oh, that's, like, my community. Like, there has to be, like, yeah. my heart just, like, really breaks for that. And to to hear that kind of, and, and that kind of conflict of not feeling as, like, for Amy to feel that out of place mm-hmm. where she thought that she would have belonged. You know, like, it was something that she wanted it, it, like and 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 really towards the very end of the book, the there was a thing about like how her body was a dog, and that she could yes. always always rely on it, but it wasn't fully her. And when she was Amy, there was no dog. And then when she detransitioned into Ames, it was like, is there a dog or am like I don't know what relationship I have with my body anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think was. And, and,
0: And it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's that, the initial, you know, experience of Amy dissociating that just kept getting deeper and deeper because Mm -hmm. she, she just got better and better at it to the point where when she transitioned to Ames, he couldn't now figure that out because he had to like come face to face with it because it's like no you actually have to like define what you are you can't just like you can't just like be broken up by like whatever that soccer girl and then fully go into like the sports car or whatever happened in the mall or whatever oh yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) the captain of the lacrosse team yeah, I was like what is this uh saved by the bell moment that's happening. Yeah. Well, and I also I
1: had to reread it because when I originally read it, <laughs> I thought that the lacrosse captain, the girl had gotten into the car with the friend and yeah. not Amy. And
0: so I was yeah. like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, it was it was very confusing too. But yes, I the, I I think that ended up being Ames's problem was that he couldn't he was not equipped by the time he had to kind of like make a decision. But I, what I do like about Ames, I mean, and at the end of the book, it is Ames, the ones that points, that poses the question of like, this is our chance to finally break all of these cycles that we've put ourselves into. Um, Which like queen of cycles herself, Reese is like, truly (laughs) just, it's so bad. And I I do feel like it's sad when you, when you see like, destructive cycles keep happening over and over again especially when reese and katrina were actually getting like close Mm -hmm. and i i when i first when i got to the mlm scene of like oh there's an mlm involved now they're like a essential oils party yeah doTERRA um yeah i think that's that's when i felt like this is what reese wants the absolute like boring like easy problems that like uh straight white women have of like uh oh, do i you know like when they were like writing their problems she had yeah. to literally be like no i'm going to downplay it because no one has time for that and every all the women are like uh oh, post you know just like writing their own stuff and she's like wow like to be able to be like that's it <laughs> like, yeah that i i am able to write my main problem on a piece of paper right for this party
1: yeah can i i i want to ask you a question because again i am coming at this from a very (laughs) outsider perspective it was interesting to me and and we can talk to you about how like katrina outed ames but it was also interesting to me that reese essentially revealed the pregnancy to katrina's friends Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying this is on the same level in any way shape or form but yes. it was interesting to me that that happened because that is something that's very like it's a personal private thing and like yeah if you like announce that someone's pregnant like and it, it wasn't there was no it maybe they had a conversation beforehand and it wasn't but it w- it was just one of those things where I was like well that's not really great either yeah and again I it it's not the same caliber. Like, it's, yeah. it's a
0: very different thing, but it was just. But I think that goes back into, like, Katrina just not being a fully fleshed character, I think. Because mm-hmm. I think she would have reacted differently because it's, like, she's trying to make a good impression on, like, the whole conceit of her being, them two being at the parties because it's, like, I want you to, like, know my life or whatever. And Yeah. Yeah. But I did like that they were being friends. I actually I did like. Too. They <laughs> I was like, when when they called it out, when they were like, you know, Ames already gave us what he needed. He doesn't really need to be involved, right? If he doesn't know what he wants to be, he can just be like, well, you already gave what you needed to give. So thank yeah. you for your time. I was kind of excited for that. Like, I thought it was so sweet when they were talking about the crib, and like. Reese was like, no, I don't think we need a crib because blah, 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 blah. babies can sleep, whatever. And then Katrina was like, no, I need the crib. And so Reese gave in and was like, okay, fine, we'll have the crib. And then she looks later and realized that Katrina took off the crib. So it's like, they're clearly like, I don't think that's ever happened for Reese before of like me giving something and actually it being reciprocated. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, wow, I'm ready for the Reese Katrina uh, (laughs) story. Right, yeah. So I really did feel bad about that, and I think like yeah, like at the end, they there is a suicide scare, which I don't know. I really was like, when it ended up not being an actual suicide, that it was this like weird like YouTube personality, like mm-hmm. I'm freezing myself Scandinavian,
1: to kind of like ref- yes, like
0: to like refresh my mind or whatever. But everyone thought it was. suicide attempt because i'm trans and people will just assume that you know whatever um but that kind of led to that was almost like the last piece of the puzzle for katrina to be like i really don't think i can do this because it's this structure is so unstable us three i don't know what's going to happen um and so she does decide to terminate the pregnancy but as they're it's it Were they at the actual waiting room about to do it? No, they
1: were in the apartment. It was like several hours beforehand and they were in the apartment sitting and talking.
0: Yes. That's when Ames kind of says like, look, this is our opportunity to actually break whatever cycle we keep putting ourselves in. We can finally actually create um, our own family and then it just ends there. Yeah. We don't really know what happens. But yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to kind of show this like, It's a never-ending journey. I think that's the hardest part. It's that like you have to just move and decide things as not completed people, which in the trans perspective is 20 million times harder because Mm -hmm. they've essentially have never been the right people from the very beginning of their lives, which is mm-hmm. so sad, like that's just yeah. so much. Um, so I did kind of like leave with an appreciation at the end of the book of like, okay, even though I, I do wish, you know, it ends like in a way where they make a decision or even just like an epilogue, something. Mm-hmm. Um, it did kind of leave me with that feeling of like, oh okay, yeah, I understand that this was the point is that there is no end. <laughs> Right. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah. I think what I was really missing Mm -hmm. was like a fuck the patriarchy moment or like, you know what I'm saying? Because I think that- I think that there were a lot of really good points about like internalized homophobia and internalized transphobia, and I I think that they're very valid points. But I also think that like it's it doesn't inherently make a person bad if they're like trying to get past it. Maybe that maybe I'm not phrasing it the right way, but like I think I think so like. when Katrina finds out that Reese is having an affair with one of her friend's husbands Mm -hmm. and she finds out that her friend's husband tested positive for HIV, but has since, I don't know the correct terminology. It's now undetectable. And, mm. and there was this moment where Reese was like, I'm sorry that you're having this kind of like gay panic about HIV AIDS and, And like Katrina then did later admit like, yeah. And I think that's something that like, you know, as a woman who is not steeped in the culture, like it makes sense that like, when you think about HIV AIDS, like it's not spoken about in, in the same way where it's like, where it's like, you know, I could see like her not knowing about PrEP and not knowing about like how far, you know, research has come where, you know, you can Mm -hmm. be undetectable and you can live a life that's, Relatively normal, you know, compared to like what it was in like the late 80s and early 90s. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like there was, I wanted to be, and maybe this is unfair of me because I've been very harsh about Reese, but I think that there was, there was some part of me that wanted to be like, but you're not giving enough, you're not giving enough grace to the character and you're not Mm -hmm. putting enough blame on like the society that created these kind of underlying currents of discrimination or prejudice or what have you.
0: Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. I definitely see that. I think it was just, I believe the way that they just did it is to just like show the flaws, you know, and shows like how it's meant, that's meant for us to kind of take away, which I agree. I think I wish the characters themselves kind of like inhibited that more because it was Mm -hmm. like they they were aware of things like that but um just like too scared to really like act on it which i mean that's i i guess it it still goes back to the ending i think that is kind of like the biggest fuck you to the society like we can just make our own thing Mm -hmm. which i don't know it just i felt like that could have been decided a lot earlier (laughs) like i don't know like but then We are only on the first trimester. As I was doing the math, I was Mm -hmm. like, it's literally just like three months after. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh. Yeah. And they've already been talking about it. Like this baby is going to come any minute. Um, Right. Like when they were doing the baby registry, I was like, oh, oh, it's not happening yet. It's like like we're two months in. Yeah. Which I don't I don't know how that works. Is that how early baby registries are are meant to be made?
1: Um well, I would say that typically speaking, you wouldn't really publicly tell people about it unless they were close friends and family until you were in yeah. the second trimester. That's so, what I thought too. It does feel a little early, especially given the fact that Katrina has had a miscarriage in the past mm-hmm. and the fact that she drank very heavily, like <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. And that she was, you know, older, but
0: Yeah. Also, it's their you know, it's
1: their choice, and it was clearly a bonding moment for them. And you know that's
0: true. I'm not gonna It was very interesting to kind of again, I think going back to the Katrina discussion, there were so many tidbits about her personality and her character that I would have loved to see even not not necessarily the same detail as we did with Amy's background, but at least just enough to kind of be like the divorce, the miscarriages, Mm -hmm. the the growing up like a mixed race like like what is that about like i they kept hinting at it but i i do feel like it was the author's intent to be like my knowing my experience this is the experience that i can write towards which is just i guess it's just interesting because it's like yeah you could read a million other books about a cisgendered woman right uh going through through motherhood but it just it sucks because it's like she is the person that ultimately becomes a plot device which is mm-hmm. the eternal problem of women in media.
1: <laughs> and well and I think though to be like totally fair how many other books would the trans woman be the plot device where like what if this book yeah. was told from Katrina's friends point of view? You know what I'm saying yeah. where it's like and and Reese is just the plot device that's having an affair with her husband. So I think yeah. I I feel like I you know, take my criticism with a grain of salt because you know how how many other like instances in in our in pop culture that like this has happened? So and mm-hmm. and I'm like this one time you know okay I'm done.
0: Yeah. I'm no talking. I totally I totally see
1: that.
0: <laughs> I totally agree. But I will say as we wrap up the book like I think my biggest takeaway truly is that like the the leaps and bounds of how gender can really fuck up a person. Like, even, not even, like to the point where I think like how Amy like g- growing up, I think like that was really when it hit me really hard of like getting those first initial thoughts of what it means to be a woman or like how to express my gender really literally like carries you until the very, like to your present. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is just sad, and yeah, I just felt really bad for that.
1: I would actually love a sequel where Katrina ends up not having an abortion, and they raise the baby, because there was a a little part where they were saying that they were talking about the baby, and they always used she, or Mm -hmm. like, you know, she, her. And I was like, I would love to see them raise the child, and how they dealt with gender with their child. Yeah, me too. I would read a sequel. Detransition baby too. De- <laughs> detransition babies.
0: Babies. <laughs> it's like alien it. aliens. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, exactly. It's like, yeah. I would, I would read that too. I, I think it. they did a really, really good job of kind of posing that question of like, it is possible. How could it really look like? And I think what was the, what was the craziest part was that these, this entire time I was like, Or leading up to reading the book, I was like, I can't believe we're talking about detransitioning. Like, it feels like we have made leaps and bounds. I was kind of like in Reese's point of view of like, we've made leaps and bounds just to like get trans stories as like a, you know, like something that the, just culture accepts. And like to kind of talk about like, well, there there are people that will detransition because it's not what they expect. And I really Mm -hmm. thought that that was going to be like, really debunking what that means and it really wasn't like I it, it's kind of like just a it happens it is something that can happen as well yeah but it's like it's just a part these are all just steps and it's um. yeah like uh, the world can just like see them as like these are just steps in f- for a person to find themselves and it's available for anyone so
1: I also just want to display my ignorance again just in case people are like <laughs> She thinks she knows. I didn't realize that like detransition was a thing and I don't know why I, it wouldn't in my yeah. head, but it, I, I just had never thought about it before. And so it was like, that was another aspect of the book where I was like, interesting that this is something that happens.
0: Something that even happens. Yeah. Wouldn't I mean,
1: full- Because you know, if people have a very fluid idea of gender and you know, yeah. I, okay.
0: I do think like, cause like in my personal experience, I've, in RuPaul's Drag Race, a lot of those contestants have transition and then detransition because it's they end up finding drag as like, oh, this is the outlet that I'm looking for. It's But because we don't have, these options are, are, are not visibly seen all the time. People just assume like, oh, I'm clearly just like in the wrong body. So I think it's important to kind of show all facets of what it means to be trans to kind of normalize it and not make it stigmatized so that any kind of option or avenue is available for anyone that could be um questioning or curious about their own identities so i i, I still enj- i definitely definitely still enjoyed the book i think it was like just really thought-provoking and very appreciative that i got to see the dirty and the good of the trans experience because i mm-hmm. we always kind of see them as like uh just like deviant or really traumatizing which i mean it can be but i i like seeing all the different things so that way you we just have a better understanding of it
1: yeah i think and and this is when i was talking about I may destroy you. I was saying like I was talking to, to some people recently, and I was saying, like, it's very challenging, but it's also vital, which is the same mm-hmm. thing that I, I feel about this book. Like, it's like having these conversations, thinking about these things, and um shining a light on them for ignorant, you know, cis women like me is so important. And yeah. like I'm really happy for Tori Peters that this book is getting great publicity and i wish her, i wish yeah, her well. so much success
0: yeah absolutely um to our one running bit in the show is who is the hottest character and i think it's the like swedish swimmer <laughs> that reese like first falls in love with oh my God. when she was a waitress and then moves to new york and then like moves back to europe and it's like i don't want to i don't want to bring you here sorry <laughs>
1: I think mine is um, Ames's college friend. What was his name? Joe, John, John. Yeah. At the it was end, just
0: like, that they went and played baseball with. And I, I the entire time, I was like, "Wow, that's awesome!" To be like, the only reason I am friends with this person is that once every, once in a blue moon, we'll meet and just like share our deepest thoughts and meanings to each other and try to help each other out, and then like disappear again. And like, I was like, "That's." That's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how hel- that is the healthiest relationship
1: in this book. <laughs> yeah. And then it was just like when Amy is a, a woman, Amy is a woman. When Ames is Ames, Ames, is, you know, I was like,
0: yeah. Good. Yeah. And it was kind of cute to be like, when Amy, as Amy, like John was like, Holding the door open for her And like Just because he was just like Very himbo energy Of like (laughs) You know I just want to be A polite gentleman Mm -hmm. And then went back He's the man He's like Yeah you want to hit some You know Go to the batting cage Yeah Go to the batting cage A real when Harry met Sally moment (laughs) absolutely ah well thank you again Allie, for joining me in another episode of the book club uh we're very excited our next month's book will be a book that you may have seen in the past because it was (laughs) released in like 2019 uh but it is a book called my sister the serial killer by oyen khan braithwaite i have had this book in my uh shelf collecting dust and i'm so excited that you brought it up today because i was like oh yes i can read that So we'll be posting that. We're actually posting a link to get that book and all of the books from the book club because we are now an affiliate of Bookshop. So uh, I'll be posting that link on the on the uh, description below and on our website and our social media. So don't worry, you can get a copy of that book and all the. Fred, thank you so much for watching and listening along. You can follow us on social media at the Ampliverse on Twitter and Instagram. Our Discord server is also linked in the episode where you can join in in the conversation. And finally, if you love the show and the others we do here, feel obliged to drop a tip or two. You can do that on our Ko-fi, which helps support keeping the lights on in our universe. Thank you again, Allie, and thank you everyone. We'll see you next month. <laughs> Campbell